George Kilpatrick, inspiration for the nation celebrating people we feel good about. We have a good friend. I was going to say an old pal. So I don't know how to call it, but my former co-host on WCNY TV, the show we used to co-host was called Our CNY, but she's here in her own right. She of the is the author of a brand new book just out this week. It's called 100 Things to Do in Syracuse Before You Die. Linda Lowen is an author. She's a writer uh, and she's a great pal and I'm so excited for her. Is this your first book? This is my first book authored cover to cover. I have edited books and I have had essays and anthologies, but yeah, this is the first one with my name on it, Linda Lowen. How about that? So how did this come about? Honestly, I'll tell you the truth. It fell in my lap. So typically when you write something, you have to go pitch it to an agent and then a publisher. The publisher contacted me. I had some reputation as a writer in town. And Uh they said, we hear you're the one who's probably the best person to write the book. Are you interested? And I said, yes, I was. And the really interesting thing is this fell exactly in my wheelhouse. Why? Because I tell people reading this book is like eating potato chips. Why? Because so it says 100 things on the cover. But if you go back to the index, there's 227 entries. So 227 things are named in this book. But the 100 things that I do discuss, they're all very short. In fact, there are 130 words or less. And that is actually my niche as a writer and a writing instructor. Very, very concise writing. Very concise writing. In fact, what, what always impresses people is that I was published in the Sunday New York Times for a 100-word essay on how I thought my marriage would fail because my husband and I had the most horrific honeymoon. And 33 years later, we're still going strong. Now I want to know about this honeymoon. <laughs> now it's one disaster after another, including a hurricane striking our honeymoon location. So we had to go somewhere else. I would and- say that it is harder to write you know, shorter, concise, compact to get the right words to convey all the thoughts you want to convey in the shortest amount of space, like the USA Today style of writing, although that might not be the right way to say it. You know, honestly, so I teach this and a couple of my students have been published in the New York Times, Tiny Love Stories column. That's the column that it's called. It's, a, it's an offshoot of Modern Love, which most people mm-hmm. have heard of. And there's a, the TV series, the cable series of the same name. It's actually not hard to publish and write 100 words because one of the things that people find difficult is when you write a thousand words or if you write a book, a book is typically 70,000 words, a lot of investment. A hundred words is very low stakes and you can also take risks and you also don't have a lot of room and a lot of rope to hang yourself, basically. I think that the biggest problem with writing is that people write too much. Surprisingly, it takes very little on the page for you to get the idea of what's going on. And this book proves it because you will learn all about Syracuse in 130 words or less. So I loved it. So uh, I, I said, she says a hundred things, but they're actually 227. So was that a way to get more things in? Because what you do is you say, here's the, per- here's the place. And now here's some other places. So why did you choose to do that? Or is that the style of the book? So it's the style of the book. 
the the thing that what I what I want people to understand is that this is not a best of. And I will just apologize because I have two children and they are four legged. And when they think that somebody's outside the door, they let me know. They're my four legged right. doorbells. Um, so the, the thing I want to explain to people is that this is not a best of book. Why? Because we certainly have a lot of outlets locally that already do that very well. But the other thing is, and I'll, I'm going to put all my cards on the table. I submitted this manuscript October 1st, 2021. We're now mm -hmm. talking and it's um, April. 2022. Right. And what happens in the world of publishing? Well, six months from manuscript to book is pretty quick in publishing. Sometimes it takes up to two years. But the reality is, is that two places mentioned in the book are already out of business. So that's why it's not a best of because a best of is a snapshot in a moment. This has enduring things the other thing I tell people is, you know how sometimes you'll go somewhere or you hear someone talk about an event or a restaurant or something like that. And they'll say, oh, it's such a good time. It's so cool. I forgot I was in Syracuse. I didn't think I was in Syracuse. That is not this book. This book is exactly Syracuse. It's the kind of experience that you could only get here, nowhere else in the world. So that tells you exactly what this is about, which is really local, appealing to visitors as well as locals, long time, born and raised in Syracuse. And also too, it's, it, it really draws upon our cultural heritage here in town. We are a city that arose out of many, a blended immigrant population, and we, we benefit from that. So really that's the essence of this book, all the things that you'd only find in Syracuse. I loved it because I I think it should become like uh, and are you going to have contests to see how many things people have already done that's in the book? Because I was looking at it, I was like, oh, yeah, I've been over here. I've been to Stella's. Of course, everybody's been to the State Fair. And then the State Fair shows up a couple of times because there are a couple of different things that you get to experience at the State Fair. So I was like, well, no fair because they get more than one bite at the bite of the whatever it is. They get one bite of the apple, more, more than one bite of the apple. But you did that because one bite of the salt potato. OK, the salt potato. Yeah, yes, yeah, the salt potato. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and so, so, so why did you do that? This book. So what the hunt, the 100 things concept is, is really the idea of Reedy Press. And they're a, a small press out of St. Louis, Missouri. There are already 100 communities in the United States that have 100 things to do books. So they, some of them are familiar to us, Seattle, you probably don't know Bend, Bend, Oregon, or Upper Peninsula, which is, uh, help me out, is that Michigan? No, Michigan, Michigan. Michigan, right, yeah. You know what I'm so, doing? I'm, so, show, I'm showing yeah. you the map. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for showing. Look at that. Yes. So, so we have never been, I mean, that was part of, part of when, I, when I had to kind of make the case to local media. We've never been big enough for Lonely Planet, uh, photos, um, you know, uh, uh, farmers, but we were big enough for Reedy Press. And so what was interesting, there are two things that I think make this book very interesting. Uh, how do I explain it? Okay, first of all, there are five categories. So mm -hmm. the things have to appear in five categories. So it's not like one is the best, a hundred is the worst. The categories are, let me see if I can remember it still, food and drink, music and entertainment, 
sports and recreation, culture and history, and most Syracusans will understand when I say, oh, shopping and fashion. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're, you're demonstrating the finest of fashion in Syracuse right now. Right. So okay. Those, so those are, those are the categories that I had to work with. And then also, too, the publisher said to me, well, here are the, the geo- here's the geography, because he's looking at Syracuse, Metro Syracuse on a map. I'm living in Syracuse. And so I'm thinking, oh, cool. You know, there's a lot of stuff that I can include, like what's really central New York. Uh, you, you drive to Utica and you take the Adirondack Railroad up to Old Forge. You see this, you know, the colors in the fall or the Santa train. Or you go down to Ithaca for their farmer's market. Is that in the book? Well, but you see, or or you go out to Skinny Atlas for Dickens of a Christmas, right? So what does the publisher say to me? No, here's your geography. So we're talking Brewerton to the north. This is how far I can go. Nedro to the south. Okay. Elbridge to the west. And Chittenango to the east. And I think. Ah, so you get, that's how Ozfest does make it. Because Ozfest makes it because it's in Chittenango. Yes, it's yes. In but and when I and when I pushed the publishers, said, yeah, but that's not really. And if you look at if you look at Skinny Atlas, it is part of our demographic measure. But no, he said, well, you know what? Part of the Finger Lakes. And that's so that's a different book. book. Well, they're right. going to get their own book someday. I'm already scheming to get that book. I'm, I'm, I'm collaborating with a Rochester author who's still writing her book. So, yeah. So so that's why you ha- if you stay within those boundaries. So, of course, what ends up happening is that I have to take out skiing because I can't include song and all those down there. Greek oh, people. because it's it's right. It's out of right. the. It's right. Right. But what that forces you to do is to really, really look hard at your hometown. All right, and so there how are far places, east? How far east Chittenango is how far I will go. But, oh, but so you so, so you can get Pratt's Falls in. I yeah. You can I get Chittenango Falls State Park in. Okay, now I understand. Okay. I could. I, yeah, I understand <laughs> yeah. that now. Yeah. So the thing that I found really kind of surprisingly delightful when somebody ties your hands. You know, you, 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 you can either try to wrangle out or you learn how to work your tied hands. So most people, when I say a day trip to a quaint lakeside village, most people in Syracuse will say, ah, skinny atlas. But, but you're talking Cass. I'm talking Cass. And you know what? The thing is Casanova for those who don't Cazenovia. know. Casanova. And yeah. for those who have not been to Syracuse, Casanova <laughs> is a delightful small village, very walkable. It's a, it's a little more affordable. We'll just use that euphemism than Skitty <laughs> Atlas because no president summered on, on those um, those shores like Bill Clinton did in, in Skinny Atlas. But also, too, I think Casanova, every town has wonderful communities outside, but there's always one that's the ugly stepsister of the other. And for quaint lakeside communities, Casanova has never been, you know, compared to Skinny Atlas. But if Skinny Atlas is out of the picture, Casanova shines. And I actually found some very interesting things in Casanova. So it's interesting. I when I I wouldn't think of Casanova as closer than Chittenango, but it depends on which way you go. Right. I mean. Right. It It depends. Yeah. And also, too, I would say, you know, driving driving to 
Casanova from Syracuse. It feels like a daytime retreat. Why? Because you are going up through the hills. You're going mm. out of suburban homes through farmland and horse country. And as you pull into the village, it, and then you see the lake shimmering on your left side if you're coming from Syracuse, um, there is this sort of terrific atmospheric build to, mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to a, a, a quaint little lakeside town, which I call it. So you got places like Dinosaur, Stella's, you've got, you know, uh, the Soul City Market makes it in here. Um, it's, 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 it's fun. And it's, of course, uh, the, the stadium, I don't know what it's called now. Uh, <laughs> the Mets. So, oh, oh, you oh the Mets. OK, well, because when, when you when you're saying stadium, I'm also thinking the dome and we don't call it. We call it the dome now. So my headline says drop the carrier and call it the dome. Call it the dome. Yes, yes, yes. But but the but the interesting thing is, I I say in the pages what other people are thinking, which is the dome. Um, for those not in Syracuse, the the dome was recently um, renovated, and now there is an exterior structure that helps hold up the dome. But everybody says it looks like a roller coaster. I want to ride that roller coaster. It's, yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. And uh, breaking news as at the time of our conversation, even talking about doing further renovations to it uh adding seats can you believe that they already have air conditioning now they, they're gonna have they're gonna add seats uh, if the budget passes and it may have passed by the time people hear or see this so but, the loud house becomes louder and fuller yeah because well maybe who's who knows right because it depends on how they make the seats right <laughs> yeah well you know that's that's another that's another mention the landmark got bigger seats and that made it into the book well, you, you know what? Uh, and the fact that you did put Syracuse University as an attraction, I thought was very interesting. Well, here is the truth of the matter. There is already a 100 things to do for Syracuse fans before you die book. It is not a Reedy Press publication. Somebody wrote this themselves. So I did not want to step on anybody's toes. I'm not competing. Again, this is not a, a ranking book. This is not a best stuff book. So I mentioned Syracuse University, but I don't give it a huge focus because there's already a book out there. And that author deserves to be celebrated for his work. And, uh, and this is a companion piece. I mean, this is, who do I think it's going to? I think locals will find a few things that they thought, oh, wow, that's really, I didn't realize. Or they'll, they'll say, yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate that, but I don't go. Well, here's the fact of the matter. because right. I've given presentations about this book already. You know, the one thing that I think we can all agree, when somebody comes from out of town, they say, oh, I want to go to, and where do they say they want to go? You said it already. Where does everybody want to eat? Dinosaur. Right. But do, how often do you, George Kilpatrick, go to Dinosaur? Um, well, I've been not as often as. Right. What, right. Why? Why? Because it's crowded. Because <laughs> everybody wants to go to Dinosaur. Right. So but I go. I, I go. You know, okay. I do go. Yeah. So the interesting thing about this, there's a format that, that I was asked to follow. So I have to use a verb in there. So I want to make sure that people understand dinosaur is not quick in, quick out. So I said, anticipate while you wait at Dinosaur right. Barbecue. Because right. what happens, you smell it first. Yeah, you do smell it first. It's Lots of good stuff. Talking to Leonard Lowen, author of 100 Things to Do in Syracuse Before You Die. So how many of the things that you wrote about did you actually do, Linda Lowen? Wow, I have a notebook. Um, so I will say this. I signed the contract at the tail end of June. Of and I 2021. Handed, of 2021. And I handed in the manuscript October 1st. 
So mm-hmm. what did I miss? I missed Blues Fest, right? right? I missed Taste of Syracuse, but I've done those things in the past. You missed so, them, but they were in the book. The Taste they're of in the book, yeah. But but I but I missed it in the 2021 season because I, I didn't, again, this was a tricky book to write. Why? Right. Because we're still negotiating COVID. But you, I'm asking of all those 100 things, not that you did them last year. Did you do them? Have you done them? Have this. I done them in my life? In That's Syracuse, what I, New right, because it's before you die. That's what you said. Not not last year. <laughs> well, so how many of these say, things have you actually done? I've I've probably done all of them in my 35 years in Syracuse. Like every single one of them? Well, because there's OK, there's nothing really bizarrely obscure in here. All right. I'll 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 just say this. I probably haven't been to just some jazz club yet. Just yet. Yeah, I, I, I I've been there. Yeah. I can I okay. can claim that I can claim okay. it. Yeah, I, been, I haven't been there. But you shout know, out heard, to Sharon yeah, Washington. I heard great things about it. I heard great things about the food. So I'm yes. thinking, OK, I couldn't quite make it to every single club. You know me, George. I'm a party animal, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah, reads George, George knows George would do the moves on, on the TV show and I would just stand there and say, I'm Japanese. We don't move. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yes, I, I have I have done I've and, you know, I will just say there are a few interesting surprises in here. But mm-hmm. there's also things that, for example, we take for granted. They're part of the Syracuse ritual. I mean, if I say Ice cream, Syracuse, New York. What are you going to say? You're going to say Gannon's, right? Most people will say Gannon's. But here's the interesting thing. And we know Gannon's has lots of flavors, right? Right. How many flavors does Gannon's have in rotation? Mm, I'm going to do the Baskin Robbins thing. 36. I don't know. (laughs) All right. This is the kind of research that I did. Gannon's actually has 200 flavors in rotation. And there are different categories for how often those flavors will show up. Wow. And what those categories are, are in the book. There you go. So was it things? So now, now, of course, I love the book, but I didn't see Juneteenth. I'm like, Linda, why didn't you call me? You know, it's interesting because I was looking, the problem was COVID. And yeah. I needed I needed to see a record of a certain number of years of an event happening, which is why Juneteenth was tricky, because I think I think it went I think I think it wasn't happening for a few years. Just last year, only for the COVID. It's been yeah. 32 years. Has it been 32 years? Because I, I was the founding organizer. I was like, ah! but I just, you know, that's like, oh, my God, where's Juneteenth? But so many I other know, good things are in there. I, know. I, I was know, like, OK, but. To redeem yourself, you did get Jerry Rescue in there and you did get the Underground Railroad in there. But thank you know you. what? I also, I, yeah, I got the Underground. Well, so there's there's the there's the Freedom Trail. There's Syracuse's right. Freedom Trail. Right. And yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, here's the other thing, too. I really, really looked hard for um, black owned businesses. And yeah. there there are there are a few places that that I included deliberately. Um, because I knew I knew folks of color owned mm-hmm. them. And, you know, the, the, the thing about this town is that what's really tough is that people say, well, you know, I, I want to go to the CNBC and spots. But right. if you're if you're promoting those restaurants to people who are from the tri-state area, they're dropping off their kid at SU. And we say, well, this is fantastic. And then they come and it's like, yeah, Syracuse, you know, they 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 we can't compete food wise with New York City, if we're going to be like, you know, avant garde, but but Eva's is a typical I mean, you know, Eva's 
food, um, you know, Polish, Ukrainian, all of that. It, it's that is definitely a Syracuse joint right. and dinosaur barbecue is like that. So you're not going to find or, you know, if I did a fine dining establishment and I did them in in Casanova, but right. those are inns and they are historic inns and, and some of them have been around for hundreds of years. So I tried to find, what I tried to do is I tried to make something multi-level. In other words, it didn't make it in the book for one reason. It had to make it in the book for three to five reasons. What's uh, What was the most fun about writing this book? I think the most fun about writing this book was really hearing people's stories. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, most times I didn't identify myself, but sometimes I did. And I think that what, what was- What do you mean by that? Because what do you mean how you didn't identify yourself? Were you emailing people or No, I would, I would go in, like let's say I'd eat in a restaurant. Oh, you walk in and just say blah, blah, blah or something. Well, I, I wouldn't say blah, blah, blah because reviewers don't reveal, but I'd have a notebook with me. Uh-huh. And you just sit there and just kind of. And I decided, right, you know, so I'll just say this. The number one place for chicken riggies saw that I was writing in a notebook and they thought, ooh, restaurant critic. But the number one place for chicken riggies is not an Italian restaurant. What's the number one place for chicken riggies? It's in the book. <laughs> it's not it's not an Italian restaurant. Really? You that open it up right now. Don't say, George. All right. I'll, wait. I'll, yeah. What page am I looking at? I got the book uh, right here. Let me look right here. I'm going to look up Chicken Riggies. Um, uh, we're looking at, we're looking at, I think, five, page five. Page no, five. Se no, 17. No, page 17. 17. All right. Let yeah, me is that what it is? Yeah. Let me see so. what you're saying. Hold on. Let me. Let no, me. it's not. It's not. It's, it must be five. Let me see if it's five. Page five. Let's, let's make this happen here. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's on page five. Crown the champ of chicken riggies. Look at the uh, bottom. Look I'm at looking the bottom. at the bottom. Okay. It's the tip. Oh, really? That's the best chicken riggies? Yeah. And you know what? I have it on two sources and one of them. So one of them, you know, one of them goes around, yeah, one of our local reporters at the paper. Um, but also, too, I relied heavily on a couple who I have labeled Mr. and Mrs. Wow. Deep Throat Syracuse. Wow. And Mr. and Mrs. Deep Throat Syracuse led me there. And the, the, I, you know, we ate there. They're the, very let, good. let me give you the honorable mention. No, the, don't mention. No, no. Oh, no, no don't do that. Mention. Don't do that. No, don't do you that. know what? You're, you and I are going to both get hate mail. You know, you know this town <laughs> me, and its chicken rigging. Let me just say, yes, there will be some hate mail. If Get this book and look at those. In, instead of there will be blood, me, there will be sauce. Let me tell you something. There. These are brand names that Linda says are isn't the best chicken riggies. I, so I, just, I didn't. And, the, I, and these what? are well-known names that you know. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, and I explain why. I explain why those those chicken riggies are are different. Yeah. <laughs> Tasted a lot of chicken riggies, and they were very good, and they were unexpected. What, what will people be the surprised the most about? That's one of them. What else might people be really surprised? Oh, my God. I didn't realize that. Um, so I would say the thing that I found the most surprising is that there's something that this town is known for. Mm -hmm. And it's um, and it's known the world over and it is collected. Hollywood stars have been associated with it. And what I didn't realize is that there's actually a 6000 square foot museum to this thing 
in Syracuse, but few people seem to know about it. It's open odd hours and it's on a floor, a huge 6,000 square foot space above a local library. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I'll tell you after George, or you okay. can, or I could tell you what page it's on. But yeah, yeah, it's well, a museum. We are, it's a museum. Yeah. Well, so so I love it. Here's the thing: a hundred things to do in Syracuse before you die, and the author is Linda Lowen, and we're really excited about. It. Congratulations on this book, Linda. It is fun, and like you said, you can get through it. It's very fun to do, and I think we should we should. Uh, I know I've been to a lot of a lot of the restaurants. I've definitely been to all of them most of them anyway and uh very excited we're really excited for you linda and we hope that this uh, leads to many more opportunities for you and it be and i hope that it's fun uh for syracuse when's your bridge street uh <laughs> i know well you know what i do want to add one thing that i neglected to say the okay. categories were very restrictive but if i could have put people and oh. and shows yes as as, as a category yes G gk Inspiration of the Nation 101. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do that. Thank you so much, Linda. Always good fun. And I want people to know that I have my signed autographed copy. There it is. Uh, look for the book. It's at all of the major bookstores. It's on Amazon. Look for it. Uh, what's, what is the way that you recommend people get it? Uh, you know what? Pick your actually, you know what? Go buy local, go buy Good. local. So right now, you know what? Pretty soon it's going to be carried all over. But right now I can tell you this wildflowers armory in downtown Syracuse. Got it. It's carried at the Wren's den in Marcellus and it's carried at 20 East in Casanova. Support those local stores. And of course, uh, Barnes and Noble DeWitt. All right. So what is the place Liverpool. downtown in the wildflowers? What's it's it called? called wildflowers armory. I got to no, say, I mean, the, the oh. name of the store. Oh, th Ready that's to. what it's called. It's called Wildflowers Armory. And they have the book in there. They have the book in there. And a shout out to a guy named Michael John Haggerty. Who the is, mayor. He's the real mayor. <laughs> he's the real mayor. Yeah. You know what? He he's one of the he's one of the founding fathers of Wildflowers Armory. He carried the book right away. He's been a great cheerleader for the city, for the book, for me. You know what? It's the, that was the best part about this book, meeting so many great people. You know, and if I hadn't already met you and known you and loved you, GK, the book would have brought us together. 100 Things to Do Before You Die in Syracuse. Linda Lowen, look for the book wherever you want to buy books. Marcellus, mm -hmm. she pointed out, shout out to them. Of course, Wildflowers Armory. Uh, there was one more place, Casanova. Casanova, 40 course, East. 40 uh, East. Great, and 40 East. Course, uh, I'm sorry, 20 East, a great farm store. And of course, East. Barnes Noble DeWitt. Any other book signings coming up after the um what the, so there's a launch party at the um, museum of intrigue that's the big thing barnes and noble um dewitt's having one barnes and noble ithaca's having one barnes and noble liverpool's having one so we're looking at the 7th the 14th and the 21st all in a row 1 to 4 p.m at all those stores dewitt first ithaca and then liverpool um rivers and bookstore our friends in, in oswego Bill i was Riley. waiting for that there you go okay Bill so Riley, rivers and is in the yeah. house and you yeah. know what couple of the local ones, uh, one one's talking about opening up downtown, but they haven't confirmed with me. So I'm not saying their name. Uh, another one in Liverpool, they're moving. They haven't confirmed with me, not saying their name. I'd like to support local bookstores, but you know what? It's hard to make a go in this town. So if they can, if they can host me, I'm, I'm there for them. Well, we're here for you. Linda Lowen, thank you so much, babe. Inspiration for the nation. People we feel good about. Thanks, George.